Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is a new week. We are starting off Taboo Week thinking about haunted houses. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> In my personal opinion, haunted houses are obviously real for me. I feel like they're real when there's a death in a home or when there's been a lot of negative energy or satanic practices. It triggers things. You know, you open portals, you open areas in people's lives that you just shouldn't mess with. You know, I'm a type of person, I wouldn't mess with the Ouija board. I wouldn't mess with those games that people are trying now on TikTok and those challenges and rituals summoning demons like you stupid or you stupid like you don't do those things there are certain things you just don't do and those are the things you just don't do like you don't cross that line and a lot of people like to cross that line and they like to mess with things that they shouldn't necessarily mess with and that's why I feel that certain haunted houses are not to be messed with I would never walk into certain houses because of they, they're not houses, you know what I mean? Like, spiritually, they're not what the human eye may perceive it to be. So that's something unsettling because not a lot of people think like that, you know? So let's just define what a haunted house is. I got some fun, interesting facts for today as well as how to figure out if you are living in a haunted house. And I also got some 10 most haunted houses in America. So that we can really think about this together, y'all. Yay. So let's just define it for definitions.net. Haunted house. It's defined in two ways. A house that is believed to be a center for supernatural occurrences or paranormal phenomenon. And the second is a Halloween amusement attraction in which a building or series of rooms is decorated to frighten the people who pass through the attraction. I haven't really been to one of those Halloween haunted houses since I was probably in high school. That was like a while, over 10 years now. <laughs> it's been a while now. I remember I had a nose ring. I lost my nose ring that night. lost my, my voice that night. And <laughs> yeah, that was an experience. Anywho, anywho, anywho. Let me just jump right into the signs of a haunted house. How do you know if you are living in a haunted house? Right? I was able to find per rd.com seven signs you will know if you are living in a haunted house on number one mysterious sights and sounds yes so if you see little things in the corner of your eyes or if you see shadows or you see phenomenons that you don't fully understand that there are figures that looks like human beings well then ladies and gentlemen there could be a ghost in your presence and if you're hearing sounds and screams and people telling you to get out i mean you know those are those are signs, you know, that's that's number one. Ding, ding, ding. Do you hear me? <laughs> number two is ectoplasm. I didn't necessarily know what it was, but apparently it's some type of ghost slime. And it's almost like a raw egg kind of fluid. I never really experienced that per se. Thank God. <laughs> but yes, ectoplasm is basically if, if you are living in a haunted house or the house is quite haunted, you will experience some slime around. If you do live in a house and you experience slime, send me that. I, I low-key want to see that picture. I mean, I would totally post it up on the social media shouting you out. But that would be pretty awesome to see. Anyways, number three, if feeling watched. Are you feeling watched in your own home? Do you feel that you are just constantly being watched? That could be a sign that you may be being watched. Number four, unexplicable movements. If you don't understand how... Things are moving in your house. 
or if you don't understand how things are just transporting itself from one side of, of the wall to the other. I mean, have, have you really ever experienced stuff like that? I have. When you go through these type of experiences, you know, it makes you realize that the spiritual world is as real, ladies and gentlemen, as real. Anyways, number five, personality change. Do you feel a sudden personality change where you feel angry or sad? Those are really big signs that there's a ghostly presence that are causing you to feel what they're feeling. Number six, previous homeowners. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you take into accountability the previous homeowners, then you will understand what is going on. Did somebody die? Did the last homeowners have a morgue inside their house? Did the last homeowners build their house on an Indian tribe? You know, these are the questions that need to be answered, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying, do your research before purchasing a home because you don't know what you may be getting yourself into, okay? And last but not least, number siete, physical and emotional disorientation. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, these are all seven signs if you are living in a haunted house. So don't allow your fears to get the best of you because you can implement these feelings and just fear and you could just look for it and end up finding it and end up realizing that you don't even live in a haunted house until you move to a haunted house and you're like, damn, now I live in a real haunted house. <laughs> so let's look at the top 10 most haunted houses in america per travel and leisure.com number one the whaley house museum in san diego california back in 1852 james yankee jim robinson was hung by his neck for the crime of grand larceny a few years later thomas and anna whaley built a house on the spot where robinson died and soon enough yankee jim's ghost showed up Haunting the site, it's said that his footsteps can still be heard clumping around the house. And number two, House of Death, New York City, New York. The townhouse is said to be haunted by the ghosts of 22 people who lived or died within its walls, including that of a six-year-old girl who has been beaten to death by her adopted father. Number three, Winchester Mystery House, San Jose, California, is haunted by ghosts of everyone killed by the Winchester rifle. And it's crazy because I seen a ghost hunter episode where they went to this house and the guy was ended up talking to one of the spirits there and it happened to be a demon that they came across before in a different location. And the demon basically threatened him to get out of the house and... I mean, to leave, you know, to stop interacting and stop doing what he's doing because he's going to get himself into deep shit, you know. And the guy was like, no, I don't believe you, la, 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 like, I'm going to do what I want. And the demon was like, okay, fine. And then come the next day, come to find out, he finds out his grandmother is dead. Isn't that sad? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, don't mess with things that you don't know. Don't mess with them because their threats are real. Alrighty, number four, Lizzie Borden, Bed and Breakfast, Fall River, Massachusetts. Back in 1892, Andrew and Abby Borden were found dead, killed by an axe-welding psychopath. The police's number one suspect was Andrew's daughter, Lizzie. Lizzie stood trial for the crimes and was ultimately acquitted, but she spent the rest of her life under the shadow of guilt living in that home until she died. And it's crazy because I've seen another episode where I've seen like a different type of ghost hunter show went to this house as well and the lady who was giving the tour she her personality changed a lot and she was in kind of like 
in a possessed type of mode, to be honest. Like, the way that she was acting, the way that she was talking, the way that she was moving. It even got to a point where in the middle of the tour, she ended up having an axe in the tour. And the guys started to freak out, you know. The guys were like, you know what, let me just take this axe from you. And you can tell, like, the, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I can tell most of them. I can tell that there was something going on with that lady there. But anywho, anywho, number five. Valicia acts murder house in Valicia, Iowa. I apologize if I'm not saying that town correctly. Added to the list of things that I don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> Back in 1912, the white wood framed house was the site of a horrifying crime that left an entire family, including their four children and their two young friends, dead by an axe. Number six, the Bell Witch Cave in Adams, Tennessee. In the early 1800s, John Bell bought a tract of farmland along Tennessee Red River. Bell and his family thrived on the farm until they started to strange-looking animals around the property, most notably a dog with a rabbit's head. From that point on, the family was beset upon the unseen forces, largely targeted at Bell and his daughter Betsy. They experienced physical attacks, heard unexplained noises, and even spoke with the entity who in at least one account identified herself as the Bell's former neighbor, Kate Fat, who was inflicting revenge from beyond the grave for some unknown reason. Number seven, the White House. Yes, in Washington, D.C., it's not just former presidents who haunt the halls in the highest office in the U.S. Apparently, Dolly Madison, wife of President James Madison, is said to visit the gardens she helped plant and Abigail Adams, wife of President John Adams, is also known to do her laundry in the East Room. Hmm. Sucks to be the president, too, huh? You're going to be haunted. <laughs> Number eight, the Sally House in Atkinson, Kansas, is rumored to be the dark layer of a demon who takes on the form of a little girl named Sally. She isn't some harmless ghost. Theories around her malevolent presence in the house, as well as some evidence of satanic rituals in the basement, suggest that Sally is, in fact, a demon disguised as a young girl. That is pretty scary, right? Number nine, Franklin Castle, Cleveland, Ohio. It was built in the 1800s by Hans Tiedman, who apparently killed his children, mistresses, family members, and his wife. And once he sold the property, it got in the hands of some Nazi spies. So I'm pretty sure that place is pretty haunted. <laughs> Number 10, Baltimore, Asheville, North Carolina. George Washington Vanderbilt II built his stately vacation home in the 1800s. Since then, it was gained a reputation for being one of the most haunted places in the state and the country. Some say they've spotted some ghostly apparitions. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, how does that make you feel spooky? <laughs> Getting ready for Halloween. <laughs> Anywho, let's jump right into the quotes. Number one, fear is just the abbreviation for false evidence appearing real. So uh, don't allow your fear to overcome you. Okay. Number two, being brave isn't the absence of fear. Being brave is having fear, but finding a way through it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you have to find a way through it. And last but not least, nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may worry less. 
Oh, oh, oh. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Stay tuned. We're going to finish up Taboo Week this week, and it's we have some more interesting topics to talk about. If you have not read it already, check out Mr. Waters, my, my children's book that I wrote. It is super cute. You can read it with your grandchild, with your nieces, with your nephews. It is adorable. It was so adorable because there was this one man who bought a book for me and he asked for me to sign it. So I signed it for him. He requested that I sign it out for his granddaughter. And once she received it, he said that she always comes over and finds her book and hugs it and sleeps with it every night. And I was like, oh, that is so cute. And I thought that was really sweet. So, you know, maybe Mr. Waters would be something fun for you and your children to, you know, think about. <laughs> My random thought is, do you think being a security guard at a haunted place would be scary? I mean, I bet they probably have a lot of interesting stories because I've seen some TikTok videos and some YouTube videos of security guards at haunted houses at cemeteries. And I wouldn't that wouldn't be my job. (laughs) I wouldn't sign up for that job. I'm just saying. (laughs) But food for thought, don't let your fear of what could happen. Make nothing happen in your life. Mm -mm -mm. With that being said, just keep thinking, be safe, make smart choices. Bye, y'all.